Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Live. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and good evening, our great listeners. Listen, welcome back once again to the Days of Purpose. I am your host, Travis Day, and I'm here with my lovely and beautiful, even though she's sick, wife. Hey, everybody. That is my baby, Natasha Day. And we are so excited on tonight to bring you the Days of Purpose, where we want to be real, raw, and relevant, and we want to take time out right now just, first of all, to thank God for another day. So if you would... Listen, if you would just bow your heads with me right where you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another day. We thank you, God, for life, health, and strength, God. We thank you, Father, for how you washed us over us, oh God, throughout this day. And, God, you've let no hurt, harm, or danger come before us. And, God, for that, we just want to tell you thank you. Now, God, as we will, God, prepare to relax our minds and tune our ears in, God, to this show on tonight. Father, bless, oh God, that something would be said on tonight, God, that would shape, challenge, and change our lives. Oh God, bless those that are listening. Bless the speaker of the hour, God, we thank you. God, for those who thought it not robbery, to give, oh God, of their time and tune in with this show, oh God, and support us in all that we do. And so, Father, we ask, oh God, that a double portion blessing will be, oh God, their portion. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. want to take time out and do some house cleaning and, as always, give honor um, what honor is due. We certainly want to honor our chief apostle, Michael J. Roberts, and our pastor and overseer, Cynthia P. Roberts. We thank and we love you all so much for who you are to us and to the body of Christ and the Cathedral of Praise International family. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so, on tonight, is our guest on tonight? He's getting on. He's, he's getting on. I am on. Oh, he's on. Okay. Whoa. All right. All right. Well, my, this time my wife is going to introduce our guest on tonight, and we're going to jump right in. So, without further ado, here's my baby, y'all. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. It's always a privilege and a blessing to be with you. Uh, We'll talk with the Days of Purpose radio show audience. We just thank you so much. Thank you guys for the um, shout-out to get better soon, and I am indeed getting better sooner than later, so thank you. I won't talk about me for much longer because we have a phenomenal guest tonight. Uh, I have had the pleasure of knowing him all of his life. Um, I am speaking of no other than my little cousin, Um, not so little anymore, but... 
uh, my younger cousin, Charles Anderson, Jr., I have seen, and we affectionately call him Puncho, um, but I have seen Puncho evolve. He's always been such a mild-mannered young man, um, but I've seen him evolve into such a great man of God. Um, He ministers the gospel through preaching, through singing, but he impacts lives in non-traditional ways as well, which is really uh, major in this hour in which we live. He is a uh, life coach. He spends lots of time with youth. He travels. Uh, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ through any means necessary. Um, I, I recently talked to him, and I tell you, it's just so encouraging to see and encounter a young man. Um, and I don't necessarily um, hone in on the fact that he's an African-American man, but it is important that he's a young man, that despite what society is doing, what society is saying, he's a man who's committed to God, who's committed to his family, has a beautiful wife, uh, beautiful children, and he supports his parents in ministry. Um, and so it's just amazing. He's a PK. So, um, you know, sometimes PKs, because of what we experience or because we have to share our parents with the church, um, sometimes we fall off. But he has stayed on the path. He is where he needs to be with God. And I just believe that God is going to do so many great things, greater things in his life in the very near future. So we just want to open um, the floor and want to first appreciate you, Pastor Puncho, Pastor Charles, for uh, joining with us, Coach Charles, for joining mm-hmm. with us, and um, we're going to jump right in. Uh, like I said, he's a life coach, and oftentimes um, I have considered um, getting a life coach because sometimes we just need people like a coach on a team to kind of guide and direct and, and give us those directives that we need in order to successfully pursue that which we're after. So um, tonight if Amen. we would have topic of sort um, it will be um, how to win the game um, with a life coach, how to stay in the game um, with the help of a life coach. So, um, Pastor Charles, if you could, uh, I guess, maybe kick off and just let us know how you got into uh, the ministry of coaching. All right. Amen. Well, thank you so much for that awesome introduction. Um, <laughs> humbling. I'm, I'm excited to be a part of Purpose. And be on, be on y'all's show. Thank God for the blessing having you guys as well. You know, as a life coach, it's really just being a people's person. I mean, there's so many different types of life coaches and, and coachings that, you know, in our society. Um, but really, in a nutshell, it's a pastor without the title pastor. You know, um, mm-hmm. in the secular realm, um, in, in my clients, I deal with a lot of teens. I deal with a lot of single parents, single mothers. Trouble, um, you know, where they're having trouble with their teens, and sometimes it's just another face, another another person to motivate you, um, whether it be a teen or even that parent, not to give up on their child or not to give up on life itself. Um, and so the way I stay on top of it, definitely if you are looking to become a life coach or even looking for a life coach, um, one, if you're looking to become a life coach, I I suggest you become certified. I got my certification through the state, and uh, it's 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 not needed. Um, the main thing you want is experience, because it's hard to tell someone about something when you have not been through it yourself. And that's really what you know a life coach is. You're going through something, um, and life coaches they're not perfect people, but they have right. been through something. They've been through an experience that will allow someone to get better. And I've always said, if I can get through it. If God did it for me, he can certainly do it for you. Yes, indeed. Yes. yes. And 
So so being a life coach requires transparency, which is sometimes a, a taboo word when we deal with <laughs> ministry because people oftentimes um, want to do ministry without revealing or exposing their mess, so to speak. So, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so um, as, as a young man, um, is that some of the things that you that you use? Do you? I think that um, I guess my question is, how do you share your story um, with coaching um, as you deal with your clients? Well, depending on the need, I have um, when when I when someone comes me for a consultation, whether it be spiritual, my my expertise um, as as a life coach, I'm also a career coach, um, but from from financial to relationships. Um, I I really just lay it out on the table, and I let them know I'm not your savior. There's only one, and that's Jesus. You know, Amen. Um, yes. But when, when they when they come to me, I get the needs, and we do a free consultation. Just where mm-hmm. they are in life, where they are in life, what is, what are their goals? You know, everyone has a dream. No, no matter uh, how old or how young, I, I think every dream is valid. And I I, I pride myself in being a motivator, but also practice when I preach. And yes. so I go through I go through my life struggles and and yes. how I've overcame those struggles as well. Um, yes. but so if 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 someone was needing a life coach and this this coaching is not mean does not mean, you know, I, I don't have it together. You know, some of the most successful people in the world have people, smart people that are actually coaching them on their affairs or, or advising them. And that's basically what what you're getting is advice from, I would say, someone with a non-biased opinion. You know, gotcha. we, I, I, I'm not so connected where I'm not going to tell you just what you want to hear, but whether yeah. I'm going to tell you what's, what's the truth. And uh, sometimes the truth hurts, but I value, oh. you know, because what will happen is if you don't tell someone the truth about whatever situation they may, may be going through, and everyone grows, everyone yeah. grows, as long as we're on this earth, we're all growing, we're all aging. And with that, you're going to go through and say, man, why didn't you tell me the truth? Why did you sugarcoat it? Or why why didn't you not? Because eventually you're going to find out. And life is our right. greatest teacher. Right, right. Hey, man, I want to go back to something you said. Um, you said, I'm not your savior, that's Jesus. And I think that I, that needs to be put on a billboard at every church because even with ministry, um, you, you mm-hmm. also – um, are a pastor, so even with ministry, you know, people assume um, that, you know, that the pastor, they put that pressure on the pastor, the coach, uh, the mentor to be Jesus, right. to come and sit all. And so um, I think that's so important. Um, and you also said that you give guidance, um, non-biased guidance. And I think that um, that's one of the benefits, you know, as as a person um, of purpose. I have many uh, irons in the fire. And so um, mm-hmm. I have had a consultation with a business coach um, just mm-hmm. to kind of give me that, you know, give me those foundational things so that I can get my vision from vision to manifestation. And so what I did notice about that was although I know my business coach on a uh, semi-personal level, she was straight business. It was no, you know, because right. you're doing it. You got this going on, so I really appreciated that. So um, those of you that are listening, if you are in need um, of a, as, as Pastor Charles said, you know, he's a life coach, business coach, financial coach, career coach. If you need that, um, definitely we're going to make sure that you have his contact information 
um, so that you can reach out to him and get these resources out. Um, Pastor Dave, do you have any questions? Do uh, you want to chime in? Um, not right now. I'm just taking notes. All right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. One of the other, one of the other uh, as far as staying in the game, is just being being marketable, being being someone that's tangible and touchable. No one, we have enough superstars in the world. We we have enough taboo and you know people that you. But when you when you're a life coach, it is really about being transparent. You have to really care, um, and 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 give everyone. It's getting harder as I, as the as the more I do. I've been doing this now for two years, and the more you do it, the busier you get, and. The, the harder it gets to, you know, spend that one-on-one. So I do a lot of conference calls like tonight. I do a lot of phone calls. I do a lot of um, streaming. And um, social media is huge. But you do yeah. have to be talented. You have to care about people. Um, and really, a life coach, uh, to me, is a is a pastor with, yeah. with, the, with the name of a life coach. But it's more accepted. I'm, I'm not sure if you... Um, I'm sure many of our viewers, you you see Oprah, you see Bishop T.D. Jakes, um, where they had something called Life Classes. Yes. Um, And it had become very revolutionary, just revolutionizing because you were touching different audiences. You may not touch a person in a church, but when I hold Life Classes, I attract audiences that I may not attract on on a particular, any given Sunday. So gotcha. they, they, they come to the life class, whether I hold a life class on relationships or whether I have a, a life class on just being yourself. All these little things, um, whether it's teens that are at-risk teens, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's big, but I also tap into relationships where women are looking for love. And mm-hmm. um, I do have the Bible is my strength. That's my rock. So I'm yes. going to give my coach, and I let all my clients know that, is that when when you receive advice from me, it's going to be from a biblical standpoint. Um, I'm not afraid of the gospel. I don't, um, you know, shun from it. You know, I'm not going to, they're going to know, hey, they're getting spiritual advice, but I also know the separation uh, from when I'm at colleges or from at schools. A lot of times they don't allow you to, to say Jesus, but I, I get them in any way I can. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> Yeah. It, it's good to it's good to hear you say that even um, from a business aspect because I do know that you know the coaching even though it's ministry it's also business but um, give give a give a a encouragement or um, a nugget to those who are in maybe not necessarily a a ministry of sort but they are ministers um, talk to us about not compromising because what you said was you know you get Jesus in there and you advise your clients hey it's going to be from a biblical standpoint uh, talk to us about not compromising because sometimes we feel like to be successful we have to compromise mm-hmm. who we are in God so that that stirred right. me so talk to us about that it, I, I think the only way to be successful and this is my opinion is to be who you are. That's one of the things. Um, you, we, so many people, and I tell a lot of my clients and uh, even personal friends, you just have to be who you are created to be. Everyone has a unique purpose. Everyone has a unique foundation. There's only one you, no matter if you have an identical twin. You know, it's still just you. You, you may have an identical twin, but there's something 
so unique about you that God only made you. So I think I think being yourself and and not compromising um, is gonna is gonna allow people to see wow you stand for something. They may not always agree with you, but they will respect you for standing on what you believe in, who you believe in. Um, and that's that's been my success. I, I'll let them know up front. And then and some some um, you may lose some business, but there are those that really are looking for spiritual guidance. This is a lost world, um, really, truthfully, it is. And there are there are those that are looking for you not to compromise. So I, I have gained more business by refusing to compromise than trying to be someone that I'm not. You know, if I were to sugarcoat it and say, well, I'm not going to tell you, then um, because I believe God's going to bless uh, <laughs> his business. This is This is God's business. Um, okay. And I'm being a vessel uh, for him. And any 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 need that I have has just been given by God. When I go to schools, um, I find myself even talking about God. The teachers ask me questions. The principals ask me questions about God. Um, and I don't I don't bring them up, but I just live a lifestyle. When they go mm-hmm. in and research me, they they see that I'm a pastor's son. They see I'm a pastor myself, and they say, "Oh, you're a preacher." Da 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 da. da. You know, you're not like a typical preacher, you know, and and so um, it gives me a chance to share my faith, but it also yes. gives me a chance to just be be me, be who I am. Yes. So I would wow. tell those that that are in that field to just be who God has called you to be, because there's something so unique about you that it can't be duplicated, cannot be duplicated. Awesome. Amen. Before before we before we move on, I want to take time um, and say welcome to our internet audience, those of you that are joining us by way of uh, streaming, uh, you now we want to say thank you. Um, and we know that it's um, that you didn't have to take time out to join us. So we do want to say thank you and let you know that we do appreciate you watching us uh, by way of internet. Uh, Pastor Charles, you can't see them, but they are there. Uh, you guys. Hi, how y'all doing? <laughs> We're talking to Pastor Charles Anderson, um, Pastor Life Coach. He's also the president of My Beautiful Wife. And um, yes. if you have questions, uh, please get your questions together. We're gonna we're gonna do a question and answer session. We're also gonna give you his contact information um, so that you can reach out to him if need. Um, we don't know; it's totally between you and him. But we do want to get the information out there for those of you who may need it, maybe for yourselves, maybe for your ministry, maybe for your kids, maybe for a coworker, uh, maybe for another family member. We just want to get the information out there to you uh, so that you have it available and another resource. On another uh, tool to put in your kit bag. Amen. 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 Pastor Trump, you recently were doing um, some some traveling and ministering to masses of youth. Um, as we were talking, you were sharing that with me. Um, what is, What do you? Because I have we have teenagers. Um, we have a blended family, um, literally from age twenty to two. So mm-hmm. um, you know, and where the girls are getting older, you know, they're teenagers and. We will have teenagers for many years to come. Um, so what do you feel? Because I can think about this because when I, when we grew up in church, uh, church, we were kind of, they didn't have children's church when we were growing up. Um, so we just mm-hmm. kind of offered, you know, in service, and you got to know God kind of by force <laughs> because it was your participation. You know, um, and then some of us, you know, as we got older, we strayed away and decided, I don't want to do this because I'm not in my parents' house anymore. But nonetheless, um, 
What do you feel is the missing link with, with as it pertains to churches reach the youth? Because I know you have a heart for young people. What is the missing link? What is what is the church not doing to get the youth's attention? Well, I, and that's that's an amazing question. I wish I had a definite answer to that. But my opinion on it is, you have to. A lot of times we push um, religion, and I think mm-hmm. you know. I, I think it's it's something that. The kids have a praise that they, they, they have is different. You know, you got the rap music, you got, you know, and I'm I, I allow kids to express themselves through praise to through different well, especially in my in my ministry, in my own ministry. And I've learned that if I I don't have to change the gospel. I just have mm. to do it in a different form to grab their attention. Once see yeah. I, I can't change anyone. Only Christ mm. can. And uh, right. a lot of us we make that mistake, we say, Well, we're going to push Jesus in, but until they ex- freely accept them in their heart, the Bible says, no man come unto, unto me unless I draw them, draw them. So if God draws them and they accept them freely, it's a free gift. I mm-hmm. think we gotta we got to get to the point where we allow um, the youth, um, that's this generation, I mean, they're faced with so much with, with our world. Um, there's, there's, there's not a stand. There's an acceptance yeah. for everything. Everything is accepted. Um mm-hmm. And so, and so, with that being said, you have to you have to show them what real love is. Yeah. Um, and I think you only draw youth with love. You can't mm-hmm. draw them forcing them. You can't draw them um, with with what worked for me may not work for them. So I, right. I always keep an open mind to to win youth. I, I, um, rap yeah. songs, music is powerful, but I think yeah. you got to allow them to a freeness to be themselves. Mm. You know? so, so, so what you're saying is just meet people where they are, no matter how old, how young. Meet people where and they are. Right. Don't you can't, yeah. about how they receive God because how we receive God may be totally different than how they right. receive God. And you know, Amazing to- Grace, yes, Pastor, Amazing Grace may have done it, may have done it from somebody else, but for, <laughs> but for youth, you know, they may, they may be the ones to heal the Christ. You know, and I, um, what a lot of pastors miss is that um, parents nowadays, when we were coming up, uh, our parents were, and I don't offend anybody, but parents were much older than they are now. Nowadays, oh, definitely. a teenage parent, you have a lot of parents who are 25, 26, 27 years old with uh, teenagers, and so they grew mm-hmm. up with their kids, and so they don't they don't raise their kids uh, in the in what I guess the traditional way. And so they don't know the songs of old. They don't know the hymns of the church. And those are right, not being right. down. So I think we have rap kids that know. Mm-hmm. And that it's okay to express God. And God. I believe that God is an, is an ever-evolving God. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes. and I think we in the church, we mess up because we as we don't honor tradition. We worship tradition when it should wow. be the other way around. Wow. And yes. as long as we continue to worship tradition, um, we're going to continue to miss the mark with the young people. Uh, right, we're, 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 yeah, we lose them. Other than my way or the highway. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, and, and I found you know when you allow them to to express because they have they, they have a love they have a love for God. Um, they just our, our way is not always, but you have to give them some structure. You know, it has yeah. to be. You know, it doesn't. It's not all wild and free. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some some of the and it's sad. The Christian faith, um, Muslims are 
I would call those radical, radical, as a radical religion. Um, whereas Christianity at times, those radical Muslims or radical anybody, I, I really in any religion. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, even that, I think you can learn something from everybody. Um, oh yeah. Because and and I and I tell you this, and, and I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, but when you said that you triggered a memory that I, I saw today, as I was mm. at work, and and oftentimes when I get at, I get work and I get bored, I get sleep, whatever. I get up and walk around, and I always walk through the parking garage. And as I was doing that today, I happened to look up, and there was a Muslim in the parking garage with his mat out on on the ground praying. Praying. And 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 and, and I think that if we as Christians would do that, would not be yes. ashamed to pray anywhere. Regardless of who, where we're at, who we're around. Now he was at a state building, okay? He was at a state building, praying. Right. And and and, I and that's the, we, and that's what's so beautiful about youth that I've they're not afraid. Once that, they accept them, they are not afraid. They will blast it. They 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 will be who they are in Christ. I have some of the most radical youth that I'm around that have even challenged me. You know, it's it's like. They're not. You're not going to tell me I can't do this because right. this is my this is my right. And that's that's the, that's the that's the what I call radical when it comes to faith and believing God. If you believe in God with such power and such conviction, then it shouldn't be any reason that uh, prayer should have never got out of the schools. You know that's been bothering me now today. I don't know how it got out, but it's out. You know, I it it it's out. But Muslims, you know, like you said, this man was in a state building at his job. And, he didn't. He matter of fact, he would have took the. He would have took a write up or been fired, whatever it may. He still would have prayed, and I think um, that's that's when it comes to allowing the kids to dance, allowing them. You know, we have a hip hop dance team, and for some, I've had some of the mothers come to me, pastor, and say, you know, uh, pastor, I, I don't, I don't think they should. But listen, they will dance like this now, or they're gonna be in somebody's club Saturday. I rather, I'd rather have them dance before God and get them around the word of God because they got to hear it. They can't. You can never close your ears. No matter, no matter how much you don't want to hear, you in that building, in church, you're hearing it. And so, um, yeah, just allowing those kids and young men to express themselves, let, you know, change up the music, you know, um, and, and, and make it fresh. Make it fresh. Like you said, God is God is evolving. Church now is different than it was 10, 20 years ago. Right. You know, you, right. you have lights, you have, you know, social media, Facebook, Twitter, all of these, and if you look at them, they're the same type of information just in a different form. And, you know, I, I used to think that tradition is what's staggering the church. Because I think as long as we continue to try to push tradition on these kids, we're going to continue to miss the mark. Because the enemy is, is 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 afraid of this generation that's to come, because he understands that if they ever discover who they are in Christ with the boldness that they have, he has yes. no 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 power over them, because right. like you said, they they would boldly stand up and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ any and everywhere they are, because they recognize who they are, and yes. and 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 I'm, I'm, we're going to get the questions answered in a minute. But again, my mind went back to Meshivafet when he was down in Lolabar. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible says that he basically, when you do a study, he lived there with a rich man who knew who he was, but didn't tell him who he really was. No, he didn't no. tell him that he was the rightful heir to the kingdom. Because dad understood that if he ever found out who he was, 
then he would no longer need to depend on him. Thank you. Thank you. Have a long day. Yeah. 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 And I, and I think that if these kids really find out who they are, they find their true identity in Christ and find out that God is not as mad at him as we make make them believe, mm-hmm. then children would really stand up and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've got about a minute left. I want to open up the floor for anyone who may have any questions for Pastor, any, anybody who um, just wants some information. Maybe you got a, a comment. Uh, let us hear from you at this time. Anybody on the internet, go ahead and type the question, I'll read it out for you. Man. Nobody? Nobody got nothing to say? Y'all scared? He can't see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I always have a comment. Um so much was said just then, um, while you and Pastor Day were talking. I think that um, you know, one of the things that, that well both of you were kind of collaborating um, is is the fact that we allow tradition to limit us? Um, you know, what well, like I said, when we grew up, church was church was good because that that was all the church we knew. So we didn't have anything else mm-hmm. to base upon. Um, now these children have so many different options. You know, and so we have to stay relevant. We have to um, move with the time, so to speak. Again, not eliminating God out of the equation. Not removing Jesus Christ, not removing the truth of the gospel, but giving it to them in a way that they can understand, that they can grasp it, and that it's attractive because the gospel that I grew up on was a fear gospel. You you won't love God because otherwise you're going straight to hell, and that is still the truth. However, we have to deliver it in a way that's attractive so that they'll want it. So we just, that that blessed me so and gives me some strategies, even if I minister to my daughters and the kids and and all of that. So um, final words, um, Pastor Fox. First, before you jump into final words, and also if you would pray um, for the for the listeners, give us your contact information. We're going to blast it on Facebook so that people can find you. Uh, we've been tagging you as you've been talking in notes, but um, is there any other way that we can find you or Facebook find or just give us how we can get in touch with you? I would, the website is under construction. The book okay. is on its way. Um, okay. But the 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 you know my YouTube channel is just this, my name Charles okay. Anderson Life Coach, Facebook okay. Facebook slash Charles Anderson Life Coach, um, and I everything that I discuss when we do it I have everyone sign a confidential form and I go over that uh, everything is completely confidential you don't have to worry about your business uh, as I call it hidden front streets and everyone doing okay. your business. It's, it's yeah. completely my integrity uh, means a lot to me, and um, and 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 with that, I, I'm very serious about that. Um, and and so I, I wanted to say one more thing. I, when you were talking about uh, Christ and and the kids, I think sometimes as as saints of God, when when you get saved and you've been saved a while, we 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 find these dark, and I believe they're man made. A lot of times, we make it so hard. To, to find Christ, it's yes. not hard at all. It's very, very easy. You know, we yes. don't have to take a membership class to, to get into heaven. We don't have to be on the deacon board for eight months. Um, the man on the cross, all he simply said to Jesus was, "If thou be the Son of God, remember me." And and Jesus turned to him and said, "You will be with me in paradise." I didn't yes. hear him say, "I believe you're the Son of." God. I didn't hear any of those. I just said, "Remember me," and I think you know God. The, the greatest thing is love, 
And if yeah. we're going to win this generation, we can't do it with fear. I believe we yeah. can't do it with, with, with scaring. I believe we got to do it with love. Because mm-hmm. the Bible says through love and kindness have I drawn me. And yeah. what greater love mm. than what Christ to lay down his life? So yeah. is that be the first thing? Because even God said if you can have the gift of prophets to raise the dead, if you have love, if yeah. you lack love, you have nothing. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we want to give one more round um, to those who are, who are, who are listening. Or, or maybe joining us by way of uh, internet. Anybody have any questions um, that you want to ask, uh, Pastor? Before we get ready to get out of here, uh, please go ahead and voice your questions now. Your comments now. All right. Feel free. Feel free. Put me on the spot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it, Pastor, it's been great. Listen, we've got to have you back on because. I really want to talk to those um, single parents out there, mothers and fathers uh, who are going through um, having tough times with um, their kids, especially these teenagers. Um, I want to talk and see what advice you, you would have for them. So we're definitely going to have you back on uh, at another yes. time. Um, and yes. actually, my wife and I have been talking to my wife about putting something together, and um, I think you'll be a, a great person to have on. Um, so more information to come. Um, um, hopefully you'll be available when, when we put it all together. Yes. Uh, I can't really yes. know right now that God just dropped it in my spirit on the day and I shared it with my wife. And so um, yeah. <laughs> we do believe in prayer for about all things uh, and, and, so, and seeking wise counsel. But we're going to get ready to get out of here. Pastor, if you would, if you would pray us out of here. and um, Absolutely. Absolutely. God, I thank you for this awesome opportunity and every viewer that is tuned in, everyone that is listening. I ask that every word that's been spoken, every word that it glorify you, but not only that it prick the hearts of the people, that it cause conversion. God, we love you. We know that you're going to bless us in spite of a world that 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 prays chaos. God, you are love, and you are forgiving. God, and I ask right now that you touch your people, to encourage them, that every dream that they have is valid because you've given it to them. You have made every one of us unique. In Jesus' name, I thank you for what you're going to do and what you've already done. We bless you. God love you. And thank you all so much for having me. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. We're talking soon. Yes. Uh, Once God gets go ahead on these things that we have in the fire, we are definitely going to reach out to you, and hopefully we'll see you guys sooner than later. Um, But we just, again, thank everyone. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yeah, so we thank everyone for tuning in. Again, we shout out to our pastors, uh, Chief Apostle and Prophetess Michael and Cynthia Roberts, uh, to our um, faithful listeners who chime in with us. We just appreciate God for everything. Um, if that's all, Pastor Day, you have anything else? That's it. want to just tell the man of God, thank you so yes, much again thank for you. taking time out. Thank you to yes. our listeners. Bear with us. I pray that something was said on tonight that will shape, challenge, and change your life. I hope that you were inspired. Um, again, you have the contact information. I pray that it's useful to you, maybe not at this point in your life, but maybe at some point. Um, so keep Amen. it. School, school year has just started, and it may not be challenging now, but you know at any moment life can happen. Mm-hmm. And so you yes. need something that you can go and talk to with confidence. And what I love about counseling is that it does not always have to be your pastor. You don't always yes. have to burden your leaders down with your issues. Mm-hmm. There are people out there who do this professionally and that are still Christians who can help you along the way. 
Mm-hmm. And so yes. we 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 purposely invited this man of God on because he has purpose and destiny, and yes, he does indeed. this professionally with the love and passion of Jesus Christ. Yes. So we know mm-hmm. that if you have issues, if you know someone with issues, if you need to talk to a Christian person without being judged, reach out to him. Please do not hold it in. Please do not walk around depressed, suppressed, and oppressed and letting the devil win. Okay, He may bruise your heel, but you can bruise his head, and in the end, you have the victory. Amen. We thank you Amen. for joining us. Love you, and until next week, this is Travis and Natasha Day. Bye. We love you. God bless you, and, and may he forever keep you is our prayer. Good night. Amen. God bless you guys. Bless you. Love Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.